Naked ABCs, where we make a trip down memory lane. In all the craziness over the last year, we missed a critical song that crept up on my radar last week as I was reviewing for an upcoming episode. I can't believe that I made this mistake. Ugh. I really wish I hadn't. No, I, I mean, I really wish I hadn't. <laughs> so before we go too far into this tonight, I do want to tell people who we have here tonight. So joining us tonight, let's go around alphabetically. We have Aaron. Oh, I guess I'm next. Bobby. <laughs> Michelle. That's right. Good to have you to back, do Bobby. an episode, a blast from the past episode, we have a blast from the past ourselves. We have Bobby joining Yay, us for Bobby. this week. Woo! Blast from the past. And there was much rejoicing. <laughs> Yay! And we are going back this week to review a B song. We are going back to review Buddy Holly. So, <sighs> Buddy Holly is a song from the Yellow CD Plus disc that we did not cover last year. I know, I know. I did six months of research before we started this and somehow I still missed the Yellow CD Plus. So for those of you that don't know, the Yellow CD Plus was an album released two days after Steven Page left the band. They were trying to bump up some publicity. They knew that he was gonna be leaving and they're like, this is gonna be a huge hit for the fans. So we're gonna release the Yellow CD Plus but they didn't release it on vinyl or cassette, so I'm waiting for that to happen. They only released it on CD, and they only made 10 copies. So that's why it's really hard to find. I thought, didn't they have an 8-track for that as they well? They might have. That, that would have made a lot they of sense. They had an 8-track release. I thought I saw too. a reel-to-reel on eBay for that. Oh, well, that might have been from the studio recordings. That's probably worth something right That there. would be worth quite a bit of money. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah, so very cool. Ten copies. Now, I don't understand the guys thought, thinking on this, like, oh, let's release this CD to bump up our, our people listening to this for the fans, and we'll release ten. I don't, I don't understand their thought process, but anyways, so this was kind of like the Beatles anthology album for, the, for Bare Naked Ladies. It was bits and pieces of their recording sessions that they did in Kevin's mother's parlor room during their first year together as they were finishing the touches on the yellow tape. So we have all these bit parts of songs, but they also had a few songs that they absolutely hated that they added to the CD for all of us big fans. <sighs> now, these are the songs that they did not want on the yellow tape, any of the eight versions of the yellow tape. So on this disc, which we'll be coming back to, is their version of Sugar Hill Gang's Rapper's Delight, which is not a delight. We have David Bowie's Space Oddity in a bluegrass version. We have Queen's Don't Stop Me Now, which you will discover in a few weeks. I wish they had. And we also have, uh, what was it again, Michelle? Um, I'm too sexy oh. for my shirt. 
I'm too sexy for my shirt. Yeah. That was all Steven, you know. That was all Steven. And and it was really an odd choice for Steven just because of his voice. Like, that doesn't match his voice. It um, is arguable whether or not he is, in fact, too sexy for his shirt, though. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> It well, was the recent con- yeah. the, re- the recent concert he took off his shirt. So I can say that he is too sexy for his shirt. But this wasn't the right song for him. <laughs> but this week we're going to be talking about Buddy Holly, um which was the other song that they put on this uh CD plus. Don't you ever feel I'm always there. I know that you need help. Your tongue is twisted, your eyes are slit. So let's kind of get down to discussing this. Aaron, would you like to kind of do a, a breakdown of this song? Because I, ugh. Uh, I, I guess. Uh, um, all right. So after careful analysis, um, the, the this recording of Buddy Holly, it's somewhere between 60 and 120 beats per minute. Uh, somewhere in that general vicinity. Um, they... They were so out of tune, I question whether or not the song falls into a Western musical scale in general. So I'm just going to call it 12-tone. I'll say it was a 12-tone experimental kind of track. And um, and there we go. It's, it's, you know, I, I would say um, normally they're kind of, you know, they're prone to doing like an A-A-B-A or an A-A-B-A-C-A-B-A, abaca-babaca kind of thing. But... Uh, uh, this was this was more of like a B L A H kind of format. Um, I mean, and, and as for the the form, the whole thing is. It took me a second rather, to get that. <laughs> the whole thing is rather formulaic. I mean, it's if I'm being quite honest, it's uh, a lot of one four five. You know, it's uh, I think they were ripping off. Um, uh, the Proclaimers with 500 Miles, if I'm being brutally honest. And I'm hearing a little bit of uh, They Might Be Giants in there as well. So, uh, you know, I, I, that's the breakdown. <laughs> that's my expert opinion. Wow. Yeah. Not not much there this week there, Aaron, but that's that's <laughs> nope, an interesting nope. breakdown. Um, wow. <laughs> Michelle, what was, your, what was your take on this song? Well, I feel like... You know, this song is so representative of the album as a whole. It's all ego driven. So much ego. Like, there's no room for each person on this album. I don't know if... And I love Steven. We know I love Steven. um, But really, come on. And then his... The vocal battle that he has with Ed at the bridge. It's sort of like, what are you even doing? I, I, I love them. We know this. This is an established fact. But I just, I, <laughs> disappointment is this too strong of a word. Yeah. I, oh, oh. I wish there had been Mary Tyler less. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And you nailed it with the um, what did you say? The proclaimers, like yes. Yeah, it's very obviously uh, stealing from the the proclaimers. They wish they were the proclaimers, well, you know. It's like, hard because Ed is so off key. Like 
Ed is never off. And this song, he is so off key. Like, the high it, notes just, are just like, ugh. It's like he's trying nails. too hard. This is him competing for first chair. I'm making air quotes with <laughs> Steven. You know what I mean? I'm it's getting flashbacks to Whiplash you know, now. I just. Uh, it did not sound like Bare Naked Ladies to me. It almost sounded like Weezer were hungover. Yes. And just kind of uh, recording this in like an early demo or something. Right. Like that. It didn't even sound like, more like fully dressed men. You know what I mean? Right. Well, and, and they, Tyler wasn't even in the song. Like, where was Tyler during this? There's no drums at all. Yeah, once again, we see Tyler getting passed over for a drum machine or nothing. It's just really insulting to me as a drummer. Hashtag freedom for Tyler. <laughs> and there's only one guitar. I mean, where's right. Jim? Yeah, where's Steven? Like, why is no one else playing? And and they they didn't let yeah, it, like it's just... they didn't let Andy let loose on the keyboards even. Like he has like a total of I think eight notes. Yeah, none of this screams BNL to me. It's it's really disappointing. Yeah, it reminds me of those old days when, I mean, not that I would ever have done this, but if someone were to have been on Napster or LimeWire or one of those file sharing services, yeah, LimeWire, holy moly, is all I'm gonna say. <laughs> Going back a ways on that one, huh? <laughs> wow. Yes. And you'd find a song or like something that would be like labeled under the wrong person, like a Henry Phillips song would be labeled as Weird Al or like. Dennis Leary rant would be labeled as George Carlin or something like that. You know, it just almost seems like it was mislabeled. I mean, do your research, people. I just heard, I heard about these things. I have no idea. Yeah. I've heard tell. I've heard tell. Exactly. But my friend in Sweden. We, we've been very vocal, but our guest has yes. been very quiet. Bobby, what, Bobby. Is, what is your opinion? I know you love Weezer. Like, what's your opinion of the song? Well... Get ready for it. Here comes the haterade. Quite frankly, I'm rather surprised at the reaction here because, in my opinion, this was the best cover ever. Until, of course, Weezer's Teal album. But I'm saying, if we're talking about what? just amazing doing tribute... To Weezer, in fact, it's rare. In fa I, I'm just saying, it's rare that you find a cover that's just as good, if not better, than the original. Wow! Wow! I feel like we're in the upside down. I don't know what's happening right now. I I have to disagree, Bobby. I mean, it sounded wow. almost like Weezer. I feel like if you're gonna cover a song, you should at least try and make it your own. You know? I don't know. Oh, they made it their own. Uh in, like, a totally, like, bad way. All I'm saying is that I think BNL, I think Steven and the rest of the gang should at least get together and sort of, in the spirit of, like, Weezer's recent Teal album, they just do a complete, like, cover album of all Weezer songs. Because after hearing this... Not with this side. All I can, like, picture... Oh, my. ...in my mind is, uh... You know, similar excellent renditions of Say It Ain't So or uh, or even like the entirety of, of Pinkerton. I, I, I would die to hear B&L singing Tired of Sex. You know, it would just be it would just be a dream come true. Mm. Dream mm. 
come true. I'm sorry, I'm getting Are a little okay, sick over Bobby? here, Bobby. I uh, yeah, I I have to question. Who are you and what's what have you done with happening? Bobby? What, I, I, I'm quite frankly, I'm I'm a little stunned that you guys had this reaction. We're talking about two powerhouses here. We're talking about BNL covering Weezer. What what did you like about this song? What's not to like? It's for all all time. It's uh. It's just, uh, okay, okay. You know that part in the song, the 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 whole um, uh, uh, the 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 bang bang, knock on the door, another big bang, get down on the floor, and all of that. Yes. For the first time, that made sense to me. I never understood that before. Until hearing it, so this you're time saying around. the best part was the bridge. Yeah, well, it was like a bridge <laughs> over beautiful waters <laughs> here, because not no, not exactly waters. because just really. I think in a waters. way, their performance made clear what Weezer had intended all along. That's all I'm saying. Hmm. I think so because I'm an interesting person. Interesting. I don't even know what to say to this. I know. I'm sort of <laughs> stunned right now. We haven't seen Bobby like in months. And he's... I mean, you love Weezer. How can you? <sighs> exactly. And that's why when someone does such a fine tribute to a band that I love so much. But they changed some of the lines. They didn't. They weren't even religious to the song. They weren't even like. They didn't stick to what the lines were supposed to be. Well, here's the thing, and I'm sure that I'm sure that Rivers would say the same thing. Lyrics are more like a guideline. They're kind of a. What's the matter, babe? Why? Why don't you? I mean that that is way off. Like, what was he thinking? It's gotta be that's gotta be Steven's influence right there with the the edgy well, lyrics. Just right. I, it was highly inappropriate. I don't yeah. know. I thought it was sort of. Might I thought it was sort of like romantic in context. I mean, <laughs> who hasn't said that to a person they love? Really? Oh. I, I have to say I haven't, Poppy. What are you talking I... about? That's tattooed on your forearm, Tracy. Who are you trying to kid over here? <laughs> yes, you, you outed me, Bobby. I have that tattooed on my forearm because <laughs> it was a B&L lyric. Oh, my. And it, it, it is a better lyric than anything from Brian Wilson. You know what they say about Brian Wilson. Actually, he asked his wife, "Why don't?" <laughs> wow, is this a is this an R-rated episode? My goodness. It is now. But <laughs> I'm just, you know, there's a shortage of songs from BNL that I would give 5 stars to cuz I don't hand those out lightly. But I think I would throw right. it out for this one. Oh. That's 
Oh, I, for sure. Do we want to get to um to to ratings? That's the problem deal with angry people. They try to go it alone, digging in and making cranky people please that other angry disown. We can. Um, I rated PG thirteen. I couldn't get past the ego in the song, so I went for how many megalomaniacs do we give this song? But if anybody has a better category, then I'm happy to go with that. How about um, how many? <laughs> oh, <laughs> well. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I want to just say, I just want to say, I'm not the one who said it first. True. You're just carrying it along. Well, I'm not going to repeat it just because, but if that's what we want to go with, that's what we want to go with. I'll, well, so um, I, well, 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 let's get to ratings. Yes. So my... Clearly 37 if we're doing how many... What... <laughs> what this has gone downhill fast. Oh, I'm just going to cut to the... Kevin Smith, please come on the show. Yeah, <laughs> Kevin Smith is one week younger than I am. And oh he and I, I always have felt like he was my BFF. And so he needs to come on and we need to talk about being Leos. Gen X Leos. We need to talk about it. Um, anyway, so I'm going to say that I dislike this song. Probably equally as much as I disliked another postcard. So I'm what? I'm giving this song a one. Ooh. Um, wow. Well, I guess we'll yeah. go to Aaron. Well, Michelle, as per the use, you and I are in lockstep. And yes. This is a first here. My first ever on the history of the Bare Naked ABCs. I am awarding Buddy Holly by Bare Naked Ladies. <laughs> One, <laughs> five potential, oh I suppose, is the, the metric we're using. All I can and say is, one, still ain't bad. It's been really nice, folks. I've really enjoyed our time doing this show. Next week, join us as we don't have Bobby or Michelle on the podcast. (laughs) The FCC is going to shut us down. I just want to say, Tracy, you started it. (laughs) Who... We saw Tracy and Bobby to get through for ratings, so I don't know which one wants to go first. Bobby, go ahead. Bobby, let's hear your rating. All right. Well, first, I want to say, A, I apologize (laughs) for Tracy being so crude, listeners. (laughs) I did not write the lyric. I appreciate that, Bobby. That's apology accepted. accepted. (laughs) It's awful when Tracy acts out like that. You should really write to Tipper Gore, though. Secondly... I'd like to say I agree about Kevin Smith. I don't know how much younger he is or older he is than me, but I do know he's had one more heart attack than I have. Thirdly, (laughs) what? He has. (laughs) Always a pleasure having Bobby on the show. (laughs) I've missed you, Bobby. (laughs) Bobby, have you ever been the best man at someone's funeral? <laughs> if you can't understand what I mean, you soon just, will. 
But I'm just trying to picture <laughs> that's that speech. Thirdly, Yowza. to get to my rating, I just want to say I don't understand. Perhaps we all listen to different songs. I don't know. <laughs> all I'm saying is the song that I listen to, it's like if you reach into the heavens and you pluck out a star and you take that magic and you put it in a jar and then you shake that jar a little bit and watch the magic fizz and and then you take the mad and and in 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 your soul oh and sometimes even And that's the kind of magic that was in this song that we're reviewing tonight. Which is why I am happy and honored, overjoyed, you might say, to give this song five, count them, five, five... And I won't be crude like Tracy was earlier. I was just reading the lyrics. Five, I will say, five. <laughs> five, 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 five. Because that magic. Are we going to have to start calling you? We're going to have to call Bobby $5 Bobby from now on. I was going to ask if we're going to have to start calling you. <laughs> oh. Right. God. So yeah. Wow. Um, how about you, oh. Tracy? I'm trying to recover here. I feel like um, Gregory Peck and To Kill a Mockingbird. That was a beautiful speech I just made. That that deserves like a monologue for anyone who's ever going out for any play anywhere. Yes. I'm mad as that hell. That should be a traditional audition exactly. piece. This, it's it's the gold but standard. But I don't think now. anyone can outdo the the emotion that you put into that. I, I would dare say that Baronic and Ladies didn't even do anywhere close to the amount of emotion in the song that you put into yeah. your mm-hmm. review. It's almost like they didn't perform this song. It, it's almost like they didn't. Um, a matter of fact, my, my rating is how many times I wish that I had listened <laughs> to this song, which is zero. Like, it... Th- th- I, I, I just wish that I had never found this. We were never told that was a possibility. And, and it gives me no hope on coming back later on to review the other songs. So that's, that's my take on that one. Wow. I think that gives us a, 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 an average of so what, like 1.25. Did you just say you gave it zero? Yeah. Zero? I did, yeah. You don't. Oh, You've been married Bobby. too long, man. What? Oh, I did not know it would take this track. Um, <laughs> I should have known better. All right. <laughs> Never bring up those lyrics ever again. Is there anything usable left in this episode? <laughs> you you wanted this. I did. I asked for this episode. <laughs> this 
You're such a stickler for details, Tracy. This is yep, what happens. This is all my fault. So <laughs> I have an appearance for this week. If you go on SoundCloud, <clears throat> I'm sorry, I'm trying to collect myself here. If you go on SoundCloud, there is a person on there called Cherry.Soda. She has copies of Ed Robertson singing. She found another disc, which I, I, I still have to verify, but it's it's only Ed Robertson, so it's not going to be on our podcast other than through this. She has copies of Ed Robertson from the CD called Mask the Pain and Fill the Void. No, do, do not go there. Don't go there, Bobby. What? But, well, Filling the Void, aren't we part of the Filling the Void podcast? We are part of the Filling the Void podcast. Exactly. Thank you, Aaron. Well, where's <laughs> your head at, Tracy? What were you thinking I was going And for? so it's Ed Robertson doing copies of, of Alanis Morissette songs. So she has three different songs, Hands Clean, Head Over Feet, and Hand in My Pocket. Very interesting versions of these. I recommend going on her SoundCloud. And Ed does these? Ooh, Let's, yes. I just have to listen to that. I love Hands Clean. That's one of my favorites. That is a good song. I like Hands Clean a lot myself. Oh, and You Ought to Know. He, he also does a, copy, oh. a version of You Ought to Know. Well, that is objectively the oh. best Alanis Morissette song, although Uninvited is close. That's true. I agree with you on that. Definitely. So that's that's what we've got for this week. Uh, we'll, we're going to return next week on coming back to, once again, Don't Shuffle Me Back. Sorry we had to shuffle that song back, one in the order. Uh, but we're going to be doing Don't Shuffle oh, Me yeah. Back next week. Um, so okay. thank you very much for joining us, Bobby. Um, I appreciate your... your His unique insight. Insight. Insight, yes. <laughs> I still don't see how I'm being blamed for this episode taking a wrong turn. <laughs> I did not say it first. <laughs> Tracy's gaslighting you. Yeah. Yeah. How How cruel. <laughs> so, sorry. <laughs> so thank you very much for joining right, well, us this week, and hopefully you will join us next week. And, uh, oh, I almost forgot. April, April Fools! Fools. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, we got what? you big time. We weren't saying <laughs> this whole time. We were saying Rick. <laughs> what? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Wait a minute. Hold on a second here. <laughs> what? Yeah, we, 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 now it's the part where we let Bobby in on our little joke. <laughs> exactly. But this was actually Weezer playing the song live in studio in the radio station. But somebody uploaded it to YouTube and thought that it was Bare Naked Ladies, so they put a little picture of the Bare Naked Ladies <laughs> in the background. It's really weird. There's some cognitive dissonance going on it's if you watch it. It's very weird. It's very weird because you're looking at it and you're trying to hear them singing and it's you're like, no. not them. This isn't right. <laughs> and for the record, I really, I really do like Weezer, especially the Blue Album. Uh, there, there's a lot of good stuff that he done. Pinkerton's a good one too, but uh, this is a this is a really lo-fi recording. <laughs> <laughs> and the and the version of of Space Oddity that I that I added into tonight's podcast that is not Baronicked Ladies either. That is actually Chris Hatfield doing his version but you of should Space totally Oddity. Watch that if you haven't. Chris Hatfield is uh, an amazing human being, and uh, it's. 
it it uh, definitely is a very moving video to my nerdy yes. heart. <clears throat> yeah, no, it's a very, very, very good video. So go out there and watch that. Um, so join us next week when we have an actual song to review. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you guys <laughs> all for joining us. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Thanks. We'll see you next week. You must have had some kind of idea.